See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. It's completely Japan. Alright, so yes, here we are. We're not Japan. We're something else. We are exactly Slow Robot A Go-Go. And this is exactly show number 132. Why am I saying exactly? I don't know. I have a brain aneurysm in my forehead. Alright, my name is Mao. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius from Parts Unknown. We, uh, if you're looking us, this is show 132. You can find us at bunchofdorks.com. That's the landing page for three awesome uh, podcasts that will fulfill your every pop culture need. Uh, then you can also go to uh, slowrobotagogo.wordpress.com. That is like the web page just for this one. And if you're finding us on Stitcher or iTunes, make sure you please rate and review the show. It would help us out greatly. And that's all my shtick. What do you got going on, Dr. Morbius? Well, you know, two dimension, that yeah. comic book thing, yep. you know, that we do. It's under it's under the the bunch of dork dorks uh, umbrella of entertainment. It's yeah. the middle button. We're the middle <laughs> child. <laughs> oh, that's sad. Comic books. Was, wasn't it like Jan Brady? Which one wait, which one was the middle button? I the, think the, it was Jan yeah, Brady. Yeah, we're like Jan Brady, but you know, we're 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 trying. We're good. Yeah, you're good. We got a lot of comic book talk and then the Destination Nightmare my blog, which is more comic books and more and more comic books. That's what it's all about, comic nice. books. Nice. All right. And that's all we got. Oh, did uh, did Joust uh, make an appearance last weekend? Did he Joust come down? did make the nice. appearance. And he, right. met, he met cool. King Don. Oh, yeah? Yeah, cool. so, so he was he was he will be on a, a two-dimension. Yeah. Oh, two-dimension. Two and, a, and a destination. Nightmare. That's nice, man. I, I wish we could have worked it out that he could have gotten to this studio, but yeah, uh, well, next time. Next time he'll hit up the Clearwater studio, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very cool. Are you in, are you in Clearwater or is this Largo? It's it's Clearwater, but it's, it's Clear Largo. <laughs> yeah, it's Clearwater technically, but oh, yeah. uh, but it okay. but we're Largo. You know what I mean? It's like, okay. okay, it doesn't Whatever. matter. It doesn't. Looks better on the tax uh, taxes, I guess. Now does know. it? Which one looks better, Clearwater or Largo? I don't know. I just made that up in my head, just okay. like the other stuff. Just like everything we talk <laughs> about on this show, it's all made up. These oh my god! I, I, yeah, I know. I, like, um, well, well, we'll talk about this on the bunch of dorks that we're gonna do after this show. But uh, my brain is nothing but fantasy football uh, right now, so I'm trying to focus in. You know, what'd you watch this week? Did you anything? Nothing. I watched part of a movie. The Big Goose Egg. Oh my god! I watched part of a movie. Though, if wow. I can talk about that, because I got I fell asleep. Oh. I watched the. I was trying to watch Bloodlust, the the Robert Reed. Uh, I, uh, uh, it's a version of the Most Dangerous Game. You know what the story of Most Dangerous yeah, yeah, Game yeah. is? The people wash up on the shore, and the guy's like a hunter, and he decides he's going to hunt human beings. But well, the Most Dangerous Game. Or they've they've redone that to death. But this was My the God. teenage version, ah. and it's from 1960. But it looks like it's from 1940. But it was so exciting that I their pants asleep. are really high and they talk really fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was just it was so exciting that I fall asleep and when I do finish watching it, I'll talk okay. about it wow. some more. And I also, well, again, not a movie, but I watched on YouTube a lot of episodes of uh, Second City Television, which is one of my favorite comedy shows of all oh, yeah. time. And uh, there's a lot of clips on there, and it's great, and you should check it out. Is that what is got. that what prompted you to do that our, our list this week? Our top ten kind comedies? of. Yeah, they're cool. on there. They're on there. Nice. All right. Well, I, I, I got back to my, my ways and watched a bunch of movies. 
Not a not a super long list, but pretty good. I watched Riddick. Um, I'm a big fan of the uh, Pitch Black and uh, you know the, the Chronicles of Riddick, all that kind of stuff. So this was the last one that they made. I, I'm sure they'll make more, but I mean, like this, I, I got the uh, the latest one sent to me via Netflix and watched that. I, I like them. They're not logical. They're not based in reality. They're stupid, but they're fun. To me, they're like really good, uh, a really good fun movie. Then I watched uh, the next Jean-Claude Van Damme movie in the list, uh, the the last one that has come out, Welcome to the Jungle. It's a very, a very odd movie. Um, I don't, it, it didn't know if it was a comedy or a serious or what it was. It was kind of all over the place. He played a good character, though. He played a, uh, a corporate guy who his his whole shtick was that he was like a super combat soldier and he and his he did corporate retreats on this island as like a team building thing you know <laughs> and it, as it went along it turned out that he he was never in the army and it was all a fake and it was funny he he played a funny character then i watched um planes that's the an- disney animation or pixar i think it's disney animation i don't know um uh it, the same guys that did cars did this one and this planes and it was um light i don't know to me it was like it was like a bet like they were sitting there drinking in a bar and and they, and they were like you know what i bet you could make a movie in 4 hours and then 3 hours and 59 minutes later the guy comes back that did cars and went bang pay up sucker and then they had to buy his bar tab cuz it was exactly the same as cars <laughs> it just it was everything about it was just Okay. They should uh, Pixar should do one other thing. Planes of car. They should do one called boobs. You know, let's just really come on. Let's go with the, let's go with the I, kids stuff. And I and I, I will tell you this. I, I do I do enjoy like I like watching cars. I like watching the Toy Story stuff like that. They're good movies at heart. Uh, they're for kids, but there's a lot of very good storytelling in them. So I, I'm not hating on kids movies. It's just this one. It was just. They phoned this one in harder than I've ever seen a, a phone in in my life. You know what I mean? I was like, oh my god. Yeah. Then I watched Looper, which was the time travel. Um, it's a it's a newer movie, but it, it, Bruce Willis is in it, uh, and he comes through time, and he's like, uh, he's the older version of him. Of uh, like, he meets the younger version who's in, who's just kills people. It's a very odd movie. It's, I guess, like. In the pat in the future, like DNA with DNA testing and tagging and everything like that, it's impossible to kill people. So what the mob has done is they ta- they've taken over time travel portholes, and they send people back to get killed, <laughs> like to loopers. Like they have this whole thing set up where these are just mob hitmen, and the second somebody appears, they get they get a time and a date, and they they go stand in a spot. And the second like the second that person comes through, they're already like they're already handcuffed and all that stuff. And they just blast them, and then they get rid of the body because it's easy to get rid of them in the future. Okay. It's weird. Or easy, yeah, it was. It's a fun movie. And then I watched Dumb and Dumber because Again? yeah, I can't get enough of Dumb and Dumber. It's a it's a comedy geniuses. I don't know. Oh, that's right. And um, the reason I watched Dumb and Dumber is I was drinking beer, and then I was like, oh, uh, Jeff Daniels, or is it Jeff Daniels who's yeah, the other? Yeah, so, who was the other? Who was uh, opposite um, Jim Carrey in Dumb and Dumber? He played like a crime boss in that in that Looper. <laughs> so I was like, oh my god, well I got to see this now, you know. Yeah. So I just watched it. You know how it is. Do you own it? Is that how uh, that happened? What Dumb and Dumber? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. 
I think I wore that out. I can do it. You know, th- there's a couple that are like that, like Ace Ventura, that one, um, Grandma's Boy. I literally have watched them so many times. It's like, you know, hundreds of times, maybe. Who knows? Kill Bill was probably close to hundreds of times. Really? The first yeah. and the second one? Yeah, yeah. I watched them all the time. You're so crazy, man. Yeah, I am. But that's all right. I just, you know, if I like something, I'll watch them a couple. I watch it numerous times. I don't. How many times do you think you're going to watch today's movie? That would be about it. One, one, one's checking. good. Yeah, uh, this is a very well. We'll we'll talk about it more, but it's a very odd movie. That's to say the least. Yeah, it's um, yeah. So anyway, uh, let's go to some trailer break, and then when we come back. We're going to do our top ten list. Do, what is our top ten list this week? Top ten. I think a subject, a topic that we've used before, but we're going to do it again anyway. I don't think we did some before. We're going to do TV comedies. Not TV okay. comedies. TV yeah. comedies. Because I was trying to think, like, okay, we'll get, it. we'll go to Charlie Brick and then we'll be right back. Hey, want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? <laughs> Not since Rosemary's baby has there been anything like the devil within her. The story of a child created in hell to create hell on earth. You will have a baby, a monster, possessed by the devil himself. The Devil Within Her, starring Joan Collins as a woman cursed to carry the son of Satan. I'm your mother, you can't hurt me, please go away. Donald Pleasance as the doctor, destined to be destroyed by the devil within her. It's a question of my medicine versus your magic. A film that exposes you to the awesome powers of possession, exorcism, and satanic revenge. Pray for the devil within her before it preys on you. The Devil Within Her, rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. The spirits of the dead can indeed invade the human body. Beyond this gate lurks an experience that will touch a fear you never knew you had. The Legend of Hell House. From 20th Century Fox, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. For the sake of your sanity, pray it isn't true. And now, (laughs) it is time to say goodbye, Dr. Evil's orders, which for you is bad news bears. Yes, Rosemary's Baby Part 2, starring Joan Collins. The Devil Within Her. The Devil Within Her. And what was the other one? Legend How- The Legend, Legend of-, of Hell House with Roddy McDowell. Oh, nice. It's a good movie, actually. <laughs> Roddy McDowell it's a was a house movie. Roddy, Roddy McDowell was also in that one um, Laser Blast. He's been in a lot of stuff that you're like, why would he be in this movie? You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't think Roddy McDowell's in Laser Blast. Oh, wait a he minute. Was Laser the, he Blast. Was, yeah, he was the eye not doctor. Star Crash. Not Star Crash. I'm getting him confused. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> I con- did see Laser Blast instead <laughs> of driving, but I don't remember. You're confusing your horrible movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not difficult to do. Yeah, I know. They kind of sometimes they kind of run together. But, you I, know I, what I mean? but I did see Laser Blast in a, in a drive-in. Really? Yep. Drunk on, off my ass. So nice. Even better for that. That's a perfect movie to be drunk off your yeah, ass oh, to. Yeah. You know. In 1977 or whenever it came out. <laughs> That's yep. awesome. Yep. yep. All right. So what? What we're we're tackling TV comedies. You know, and this was a little bit harder of a list than I yeah, thought. Yeah, it is because some of the stuff I even put down, I was like, I don't know if this is technically. A comedy like Mash. I didn't put Mash on my list, but I mean, yeah, like, like, so you'd say, yeah, it's a. 
TV especially, there's a lot of genres going on. So you couldn't say, oh, this is only for laughs, you know. Some. But Some of them have drum, dramatic. Yeah, yeah, you know. And but they're comedy. If it has a laugh track in it for at least the first <laughs> few seasons, it's a comedy. There you go. Nice. All right, what yeah. do you got going on? Okay, let's see. What do I got here? Uh, the original Bob Newhart show. Still love it. The one with Suzanne Plachette. That was a funny. It. That was funny. And they keep getting repeated every once in a while on one of these stations. So I, I even like his them. that spinoff where he had that New Hampshire. That was okay. That was funny too. I, I liked it, but I liked the first one. Bob better. Newhart is a very funny comedian. I and mean, he's like, still alive. He, is he still alive? He's still alive. He shows up on uh, the Big Bang Theory. Eh, he's he's just like one of those guys. It's like when you listen to his older stuff. It's like dry humor. Yeah, it's really funny though. It's so funny. Like he's great. You know. Yeah, yeah. Bob Newhart. I have uh, some of his comedy albums. Oh yeah, you got him in. The, yeah, I am uh, on vinyl. Yeah, uh, nice. I grab up any com- any comedians I can get on vinyl. I grab them. You know, <laughs> I love uh, all that stuff. You know, even like what was that one Jones? Um, the Devil made me whip by this dress. What was it? Flip Wilson. Yeah, Flip Wilson. You're right. Okay, Flip Wilson was the. <laughs> I I used to have him when I was a kid. I used to listen to all his albums. It's crazy. <laughs> I had I like when I was a kid. I used to just listen to comedy. Bill albums. Cosby and all. Yep, that Bill stuff. Cosby, and then of course the George Carlin had some good ones. Uh, Cheech and Chong. Steve Steve Martin that the the the, uh, the first one the first one where that where he did King Tut and stuff like that yeah I must listen to that I talk about wearing out tracks I listened to that like a hundred million times <laughs> just you know that they, they were funny to me I really liked them yeah they're funny but uh, yeah. you know it's, it's funnier to see them perform than it is. oh yeah I'm sure but the records were good for you know the bad for some kid was, for some kid yeah or for some kid who doesn't uh, never getting out of a small town you know he's Eight or nine or ten. That's when I was listening to him. So yeah, well there you yeah. go. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. That's okay. Yeah, I don't think we have. We're not gonna have a lot of meat about this this week's uh, movie. You don't think this movie has like a sub sub plot? Some meaning, not as some good as last meaning? things. No, I don't think so. Well, we'll find out. Yeah, all right. but yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> but go ahead, go back. <laughs> okay, uh, leave it to Beaver. My favorite '50s '60s sitcom. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I still watch it. I watch it in the morning. It's on like at eight eight thirty. I watch it. You're up at eight thirty in the morning. I'm up before eight thirty in the morning. I'm oh up at the God. crack of dawn, man. Why? I'm feeding the ducks and the, the geese and the chickens and all that. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I gotta get <laughs> here. I gotta get over to your house sometime. I gotta like the petting zoo. I haven't. Yeah, yeah. The petting zoo. Yeah, I gotta go out. You gotta go out <laughs> catch some vittles to cook for the day. You know, I gotta tend to the farm and all. Nice. That. Yeah, yeah. As yeah. soon as the uh, as soon as that happens, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm up earlier than that. Okay, um, let's see. Okay, I two for the Munsters and the Adams Family. Of course, horror right. related. My two, the two horror related shows that were actually mm-hmm. funny. I think there's been a few more, but so I you liked the Adams Family more though, didn't you? No, the Munsters. Okay, yeah, okay. I like the Munsters. I like the Munsters too. They like, have cars and also they're of like cool my stuff. favorite. Yeah, they were so cool. Yeah, the Adams so Family funny. is like they're like quirkier, maybe a little like more perverted, but <laughs> you know, I like yeah. the Munsters better because yeah, cool because I do. What else? Just do because you do. Here's an old one that I remember watching as a kid, not as much. But when I see the reruns, they're kind of funny. And you know, Joust will, uh, you know, give me thumbs up on this. Is the old Jack Benny show from the '50s and early wow. '60s? They repeat. They repeat them late night sometimes, and I record them, and they're just funny because it's just like the the timing on these guys and the looks and all that. They're just they just they're just yeah. perf- they were the originators, you know. That's you got to go cool. back to the originals, you know. Everybody else took from them and kind of like you know spin spun things off, but those guys are the real deal, man. So 
Yeah, Jack Benny. Uh, let's see. I don't think I've ever seen that. I it's to, on I, like I really late it, yeah. though. Like it, they play it like at three in the morning or something on uh, MeTV, which is six oh seven. Right. Which you should watch for the Sven Gulli show with uh, every Saturday night the horror host guy with uh, Universal horror movies. Anyway, uh, let's see Monty Python, greatest, greatest, most messed up British sit- sitcom ever. That's so awesome! When I can't I was believe a kid that was like I, I couldn't believe. I, I didn't put them on my list, and I should have. Now I'm like, oh man, how did I miss them? There's, I couldn't. A, there's always there's always something you miss, and you go like, oh, yeah, oh me too, my god, me too. you know. In '73, that was like unbelievable. What they, they were doing. so funny. They were so stupid. A spinoff of Python, which I think is still funny, which is, but there's only like 12 episodes, but I rewatched some of them a couple of weeks ago on uh, Netflix, and they, they were cracking me up with Faulty Towers. Faulty with, Towers, uh, yeah. With John Cleese. Uh, really, really funny, funny, physical, angry. A- angry comedy is funny, you know what I mean? Yeah. Angry comedy is really good. It's true. And these, here's another group of people that did some good angry comedy with Second City Television or SCTV. Great mimics, great show, real satire on television, and and there's always they're always getting pissed off. They're like Stooge like in that way, where it's like they're like they, they <laughs> nice. combine the humor with the comedy. A, like I said, there's a lot of clips on YouTube, good quality, bad quality, you name it. But they're definitely worth watching. Uh, what else we got here? You know, I got to put the classics, even though. I like this show. I don't love it, but I got to put it in here. Is of course, you know, Lucy. You know, that's like the freaking the biggest sitcom, the the one that started it all. Oh, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And you know, you got to put the hillbillies on there because that, like, still as far as stupid comedy goes, that's like, I mean, if you like Dumb and Dumber, you know, the hillbillies is where it's at, man. That's where it started. You know? Yeah. Uh, and and another honorable honorable mention again. I don't think this show even had that many episodes. But it was so stupid that it cracked me up. Was Police Squad back in? I had that made my list. I back lo- in the eighties. Oh my 90s, god, I love that movie. Remember not that many episodes. Remember how they uh, they go through the credits the car, like the yeah. car would, and he driving through things and driving over stuff. The car wash oh my god, it's such yeah. a great. That was, yeah, that, that's Leslie, on my list. Leslie Nielsen. Yeah. Good list. Thanks. All right, mine aren't in any order, and I've kind of spanned the all the decades. Oh, you uh, know, I forgot to put Seinfeld in there. Seinfeld. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll start off with the Muppet Show. Um, okay. I liked, it. I love the Muppet Show, and to this day, I think they're very funny. Like their skits are goofball and and silly, and they always had like the, the such great actors there. Yeah, sure. You know, like like back in the seventies, eighties. Sure. You know, they were really really fun, and the way they interacted and everything was really funny. Uh, okay, then Malcolm in the Middle. Um, just a well written show. It was very. It was a good show on a lot of different levels. I thought. Uh, then of course, here comes my 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 cartoon block, uh, The Simpsons and Futurama. I have both of those on my list. Okay. Simpsons. Um, I liked them, but I kind of stopped watching them a long time ago. I mean, I watched the first ten seasons, eleven seasons, but I I haven't watched them since. Um, and Futurama is one of my favorite shows that had that had come along for a long time. Um, very. Funny. Didn't, didn't you know. last long though, did it? No. Well, all said and done, all said and done is going to have like eight seasons. That many of Futurama, but they, wow. but they, well, well yeah, but but some of the seasons were cut up movies. Uh, like there was a lot of weird shenanigans going on. It was a very, it, it was, it had a very bad. Um, uh, it didn't stick around. Like it, it, it got dropped, and then someone else picked them up, and they got dropped, and someone else picked them up. You know. Well, here's so. a trivia for you. Where did The Simpsons first appear? Oh, the Tracy Ullman show. That's right. 
Yeah. <laughs> Whatever happened to Tracy Allman? <laughs> uh, thankfully, she went away. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of her. She was very odd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but whatever. And, of course, my favorite of all time, Mystery Science Theater 3000. That had to make my list. Um, the quipping it is nonstop, and they watch the movies that we watch, and I just never stop laughing. I watch it every day. Okay, then uh, Police Squad made my list. South Park made my list because uh, of just over-the-top crazy insanity. Uh, Sanford and Son, <laughs> which was one that I used to just... I, I I laughed a lot when I watched Sanford and Son, and then I didn't really realize how uh, hardcore that comedian was Red until Fox, Red yeah. Fox was until I heard some of his stuff after the fact as I got when I got older, yeah. and I was like, oh my God, how how this a dirty old man? <laughs> he was crazy. Uh, Red Fox was crazy, and what was the guy's name? Um, Lamont? Guy, no, yeah, the, well, Lamont was the one that killed himself, right? When he was no, no, Freddie Prinze was the guy who killed himself. Okay, from Chico and the Chico man. and the man. That's right. That's what I'm thinking of. I'm mixing them up. But San Francisco, I liked it a lot. Uh, the Munsters, yeah. Um, of course, in that vein, Gilligan's Island. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I watched them so much. You know, I just couldn't help it. Uh, the Honeymooners. Yeah, the Honeymooners. Uh, they were. I talk I, about I, angry comedy. Yeah. It's just crazy. There's an old. There's an old show called Taxi. You ever hear Taxi? Yeah, Taxi. I used to watch. I Taxi. watched uh, that. I have With, uh, Andy down, Kaufman. Yep, Andy those. Kaufman. I thought that was a very funny one. Um, Three Stooges made my list. Yeah. Uh, Happy Days. Only good for a couple of seasons. Yeah, I know. I think for me, they jumped the shark real early. I wouldn't have watched. I I wouldn't go back and watch them. I remember them very fondly, and that's one that I know if I go back and watch, I'm going to be like, oh, this is just... After about three seasons, it became the Fonzie show. Yep. And then and, it just kind of... Eh. Yeah, and one that I... Have you ever... Did you ever hear of the movie, of the show Soap? Oh, yeah, I watched Soap back then. Soap was very funny, but it really... I don't think anyone knew what... It was welcome out quickly. Yeah, and I don't think anyone knew what to do with it after, like... It was only a season or two long, right? It wasn't... I don't remember. I do remember the show. Yeah, I watched all that crap, but it doesn't like stick in my brain yeah. or anything. So that's like my that. list. I'm sure we've missed a million. Um, yeah, I know. I missed one when you were talking, and I can't remember what it was right now. But it was an important one too. That I really yeah, there's liked. seen. That's the problem. You're gonna you, you, like we did these lists, and I kind of just I do my best at these lists, but I can't. You can't remember everything. And I even looked online, but a lot of times I looked online. It's all and it's new like, stuff. It's like ten, ten. Yeah, it's like the Daily Show, Corbell, Corbell, whatever his name is, Colbert Report, or yeah. something. Like that. It's like those aren't comedies; those are like freaking political shows or I whatever. Know. You know, and because then you could even say, well, like Bugs Bunny Hour. Well, that's yeah, but that's a cartoon. It's a cartoon, and even some of mine, the Flintstones, I think, would have been more of like a sitcom. Yeah, than, yeah, yeah, than yeah. The, you know. Because if that's the case, if we, if we were going to include, even though The Simpsons is in there and that's a cartoon, but it's a primetime cartoon. Right. So it's a little and bit so different. So Futurama. Then, I almost was, didn't put them in, but then I was like, well, I kind of had to, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like, eh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> you, know, sa- you know, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, that's a show. That's a comedy. I didn't put it in there. I didn't put it in because it was only like, had like five or six good seasons. For, if that. If that. To know? me, that's even stretching it. Like, Yeah, that is stretching I remember yeah. them much funnier than they really are. When you watch them, you're like, oh, my God, okay. Yeah, yeah now now every time I watch them because they repeat them a lot, they're just uncomfortable. Yeah. They're just like, that's the kind of humor they want, uncomfortable humor. Yeah, that's it's true. Like, okay, whatever. Although know? the one thing that they did... Um, that stuck with me since the se- since the moment I saw it, when they they carved that jack o' lantern. Did you ever see that? No. It was it was one of their first seasons. I'm sitting there and I was a kid watching it, 
and they were carving a jack-o'-lantern and, and when they were cutting it like blood was coming out of it like they're using a big butcher knife and they, it was like they were murdering it uh, and then they pulled the stuff out and it was just so eerie I never it was really a very that. good clip it was a it, it stuck with me to this day and you're talking about seeing it when it was 78 79 oh, wow. <laughs> oh my god it was it was just a g- weirdness the way it they had the blood oozing it wasn't even like funny and then at the end they light a candle and then it was like that was the whole skit? That was the whole skit. Just a knife and a pumpkin and blood coming out of it. The one stuff. that I remember from that era that really grossed me out was the Bassomatic 3000. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right, kid. The Bassomatic. They actually would put the fish in there yep. and they'd blend it. That was uh, <laughs> You know one of the guys who wrote that had done that when they were a kid or something? Oh, yeah. You know, and, and Dan Aykroyd... Is a lunatic. He was so funny back then. Sometimes. Yeah, but I mean... He, he was a was, great memory. He had some... Remember when him, him and... Um, Steve Martin was on there so much that he might as well have been a regular that he, they did those, those two wild and crazy oh, guys yeah, like that. that. Yeah, the Fest Trunk Brothers. Yeah, they were great. All right, let's take a chiller break, and then we come back. It's our movie of the week. Uh-oh. Dun-dun-dun. How much time we got left? I don't know. It's going to make you furious. Wink. I'm badass, and you're good ass. You're goody little two-shoes. You're goody little two-shoes. Goody little two-shoes. <laughs> Hey, look, those two cops are climbing down the side of that five-story building and getting a drop on that whole gang of crooks. They're making a million-dollar drug bust in broad daylight. That's amazing. Did you see that? The same two cops just dove headfirst off the back of a speeding bus. They're sneaking up on six of the mob's most dangerous hitmen and taking away their guns. That's incredible. Wow, now they're hiding in garbage cans, leaping from rooftops. Smashing through windows and crashing through walls. That's impossible. Who do they think they are? Batman and Robin? That's right. The real-life cops they call Batman and Robin. The super cops. Their tactics are outrageous. Their record is unbelievable. Their story is amazing, incredible, impossible, and true. The super cops. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Step aside, Sinbad. Watch out, Star Wars. Here comes the master of the flying guillotine, the ultimate action fantasy, a legend. He battled the warriors from beyond time with weaponry beyond imagination. See the monkey man. See the arena of death. See the challenge of the inferno, the tornado of knives, the fighting magician with the 18-foot arms, and see the master of the flying guillotine, filmed in Super Cinevision from Seymour Bordy and Associates, rated R. And the preacher, the first black western. They said that Lincoln won his war against slavery. They said blacks were free to pursue their own lives. But now, Buck and the preacher tells the real story. We want this, Buck. I'm Buck. Sidney Portier as Buck. Harry Belafonte as the preacher. I'm the Reverend Willis Oaks Rutherford of the High and Low Order of the Holiness Persuasion Church. Buck and the Preacher. Black power in the Old West, where equality was a pair of scatterguns and a 44 hidden in the good book. Sidney Poitier and Harry Belafonte in Buck and the Preacher with Ruby Dee and Cameron Mitchell. The story of free men who refused to say Massa. From Columbia Pictures, rated PG and beautiful. Parental guidance suggested. 
We just ate the most acid I've ever seen anybody eat in my life. All right, we raced through those trailers because we couldn't wait to get to our movie of the week. Yeah, uh, 19- we, were, we, we went through them like fast and furious. <laughs> Zing. Uh, so yeah, what what is our movie this week? Furious. Furious. 1984. 1984's Furious. Now you're like, I never heard of that movie. There's you're, a reason why you never heard right, of it. Right, you never did hear that movie. Because we never heard of it either until you picked it. You found <laughs> I it. I found this. Uh, this was a, This was something that was sent to me by one of the... Uh, by the Wampa dude at, at work. Oh, he was the one who uh, he he f- stumbled upon this, and he he's he's a guy that he actually like if he sees some kind of weirdness, oh, he, he passes it along because oh, he knows good. that we do it. Yeah, and I'm always anyone that like is listening. If you find some kind of gold that we should be doing, send us an email z e n b o n e at hotmail dot com or put it in the show notes or do it on Facebook. We would love to hear some of these gems because we can't find them all. We try. So I was like, aliens and kung fu and all kinds of shit. You know, this was a very weird movie. This and like Mongol guys that do the do the sound from the Bob and Doug McKenzie. The yeah, he did that call. Yeah, he did that call. Like that's from the Great White North or whatever. Yeah, whatever brothers they were called. I will say this about this movie. This was one. This was the most experimental kung fu movie that i have i've ever seen um now i'm not saying good or bad or anything like that experimental as in bad as in just like what am i watching like i couldn't turn away i couldn't turn this movie off i couldn't turn it away i like started watching it and i was just like is this all a silent movie because the guy doesn't talk minutes it was like it was 12 to 20 minutes before you heard like a word yeah and then you're just watching this and i'm like what am i watching here and then there's because there's a guy dressed up like a Mong- Mongolian, like chasing a lady. This is this movie to me is a goof because even that part when they're like inside the evil building and the, there's that Devo band that was the director's band. You know the band the guys playing. Yeah, music. they pretended to be Devo or well, whatever. Well, that was the director's band apparently. Oh really? He was some L.A. punk guy or whatever punk new wave guy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was watching, I was like, "What in the hell is going on here?" This is this movie is constantly pushing the boundaries of what in the hell am I watching? This like, is a ba- this is a bad movie. Okay, this is a this is a silly movie with some good karate by the main. Protagonist Simon yeah. Rhee, I think, is his name. Who's a real stunt man? Yeah, there's well, two, the two, two of the guys that the are brothers. in this are very good uh, stuntmen, stunt coordinators. Yeah. They've been in some movies. They've been the extras that are kicking people and black. Everybody blah, blah, blah. else is like they just grab people off the street and it was so maybe weird. people that were in a karate school and said, "Look, you want to be in a movie?" And they were like, "Yeah, sure." What do I do? Just mm, just some, kick somebody. Yeah, wander around and it's hard. And then there was like this kids. I, I thought this was when I'm watching this. I was like, "This was shot in China or something like no. that," but it wasn't. It was shot in Hollywood, or, or you yeah, know. But yeah. it was very like I cannot stress how odd this movie is. Like you're watching it, and then and then there's like this woman got killed, and then then these. The, well, the, in the, the beginning, it's like you see a woman being changed by cha- uh, chased. <laughs> I should say not chained. <laughs> well, S and M, you know, whatever. Chased by these three. Mongol-looking guys with yeah, these weird, like, like animal hats and and they're so weird and they're weird and they got sticks and they're running forever and it's got some nice aerial photography because somebody had a helicopter and they shot some 
nice shots of them running. And later on, there was some nice aerial shots of them fighting on the uh, on the hill. So they're chasing this woman, and she's like grows to grows up a hill. Yeah. And then they get up and they 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 well go for it. Yeah. Well, no, they just they kill her, you know. Well, no, before they kill her though, she she kicks some ass though. She was a oh, that's right. She's she was a former Miss Philippines. I think her name was Mon, uh, Montano, Angela Montano, or Montoro, or something like that. She was a former Miss Philippines. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she could kick. She knew a little bit of martial arts. Right. So she's escaped from these guys and she climbs up. She, they're like doing rock climbing. They're doing for a rock while. climbing. Yeah, and then. When there was some guy, like, she decided to take the hard way by having to climb it. So some wise guy decides he's going to run up the hill. So he's <laughs> waiting for her. And she, like, kicks kicks the guy's ass. And then there's another guy, and she kicks his ass. But then the third guy, like, is, is fighting right. her. And she's got the magic bone that the, that tells her exactly where to go. Where to it's, go? It's like a, it's like a uh, what is it, a... A skull uh, looks like a half moon almost, like a half moon, yeah, because it, it spins in in her hand. Like when yeah. she opens her palm, it like kind of gives a direction, but it gives her a direction of where to go, the right place or whatever. But I why though? Yeah, it was totally whatever. It doesn't even like make any sense. Well, like, the ending's kind of mystical too. You yeah. Know? But anyway, so she's fighting the guy, and then the, the, she, they they fight, and she drops the the magic bone or whatever. And she, when she goes to get it, the guy like steps on her foot and gets and kills her. Yep. And they don't show it. He just like they did like he takes a stick and just like goes ha, and then she's yeah, dead. Yeah. And then it turns out that she's the sister of uh, yeah this kung fu direct like this guy who's like there's all these kids running around and he's like the tree he's like their sensei, but now he's so depressed that she's gone that he just like lays around and. And at this point, we don't even know who she is, whether she's his wife or his sister or why. We, we don't know, know anything. Like, he just lives in the hut, and, and there's a bunch of kung fu, like, tots, tykes fighting. And he's just all depressed because his sister died, even though oh, and this psychically just, he knows this, because I don't yeah. think anybody had told him yet. No, he knew she was dead. And then and then they're, they're like, these kids keep going in and knocking on his door, and he like he's lay, he lays down, and he gets up. And they say, "Oh, come out!" And he's like, "No." Or he, he just shakes his head. I didn't think he talks. And then, then he lays down. And then they knock again. And they knock again. And you're like, "Oh my God!" Would you get to the point? Like yeah. this is just like laborious, you know? Like he gets up and looks out, and then he just lays back down. But he doesn't even get to lay down. The second his head touches the pillow, the the, the door knocks again. So then finally he goes out and he he says, "Okay, let's go to the punching bag." And he and he just he hits it and kicks it so fast and so hard that he breaks it. And then he leaves again. And then and the Mongolian guy shows up shows there. Shows up and he challenges him or whatever. Doesn't he? What does he do? He he kicks his dog first. Oh, <laughs> he kicks so you know he's a real bad guy cuz he kicks the dog. Yeah. And then like he doesn't say much, but doesn't he give him like does he give him the amulet or yeah, the yeah. He gives him the uh, what you might call it, like a necklace or some uh, amulet with a. And with he a says, "Oh, and he it. says you had to. You're supposed to go to the headquarters." Yeah, something like this whole thing is like they're aliens. I don't know. Like these these guys are aliens, and they're all like kind of living on Earth. I think. Like, if this is a really hard movie to follow. But anyway, because of he, the bad editing and bad like yeah. storytelling, and and by bad editing we mean no editing. And and then he goes to he goes to the building. He gets in. I think he has to fight a few people before he gets in. And he dispatches them quickly. And then he meets up with his sensei. And his sensei is the guy. I think he tells him, you know, sorry about your sister. Blah blah blah. Yeah. And all that kind but of. But go rest by the beach or something, or go. Yeah, go go chill he, out. He's like, he just tells him to go relax a while, and then. 
but the guy doesn't. And then they're then they like flash forward to this beach where he's like looking out, and then this guy, the guy's there, like kind of there and not there sometimes, and he's closer to him. It's all mystical. It was yeah. weird. You're like, what am I? What is this? Like, yeah, am yeah. I drunk? Did someone dr- you know drug me well, or something like been. that? Yeah, and, and you know, it's just the movie. Yeah. So so he's like, so I didn't even forgot what happens after this. So he's like, goes to the beach, but then he decides to go back again. And, he and when says, he goes back, so he meets some of his friends. Yeah, he says, find. He goes find the find. If you want to find out what happened, find this. Um, the person who has this uh, necklace. Necklace, on. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, but then there's also this, like, one of the henchmen for the bad guy is the is a magician. Yeah, he's a magician. Yeah, but he's like a like a mystical magician. Yeah, like he shoots he, roosters he, out of his hand. Yeah, he, he makes people. He turns people in, when they're bad. He turns them into roosters and then kills them to eat them. And he's got the maniacal laugh and all that stuff. And he does like those tricks where he's pulling like stuff like the, he turns like a the, dove into a handkerchief. Yeah, and you're like, that. what is going on here? You know this. This is the, the the head bad guy's floating. He floats. So, so anyway, he goes back in there and as it, and and he gets into some fights or whatever. And then as he's leaving, I think his three ba- his three pals. Yeah, a, a girl and two dudes show and two up. Two dudes and he's and like, there's acid washed glory all over that. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Remember acid washed jeans from the eighties? Oh I yeah, had them. that's right. They 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 are they're they're slamming those man. They were and they tell him he shows them the ambulance. And he goes, oh yeah, that's this restaurant. Over at over at the other side of town, and then like oh yeah, we forgot. There's the other. There's the the black ninja guy that's in there too. You know who was actually a real fighter too. By the way, he's actually the, another real guy. Oh really? Oh okay. So cool. he's the, there's there's, a, there's always there between the plot. There's always like a five minute fight scene. Yeah, that's true. And well, then they go over to the restaurant and they're like knocking on the door and looking in, and then it's like some truck shows up and they're like, "Hey, with roosters, with roosters," and they're like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And and they're like, "I didn't think they answer." They just start killing each other, and and they're, they're like one guy's shooting, and then they're like they're they're shooting arrows. And my favorite was the chef that comes out with a with a with the <laughs> with the axe, and he kills and he like, and he yeah. kills the guy or whatever. And I was like, "What am I watching?" Yeah, I, this is like. Whatever you know. Yeah. So basically, the the three friends get killed in the middle of all this. Yeah. So they're dead. And, and uh, he goes back to doesn't he go back to the beach to whine about it or something? I can't remember. Oh my god, I'm kind of stroking out on this movie. I I, I made the mistake of watching it no, like a week ago. You can't watch it. You got to watch it like a day or two before. It was show. a week ago I watched you it. So and that. I'm just like, oh my god, it's it's so foggy and it was foggy when I turned it off. I was just like. You know, and and like like they're like oh the bad company the, oh he goes and gets like the the tools to throw to like scale the walls of the of the evil empire yeah remember that like he's he's going from place to place finding uh, these amulets and killing them so that's kind of working that that works as a storyline because he goes to the restaurant and then he then he goes somewhere else then he finds another one where does he find the other one like the well he goes to the restaurant. And he sits down, and there's some old lady there eating some like sandwich, and there's a weird. guy with with chucks like doing. Yeah. His, then and he orders some food, and then some guy with a weird like Japanese evil mask comes out, and he's got this big plate with a with a thing covering it, and you know what it's gonna be, yeah, you know, you know it's gonna be, and of course he opens it, and it's the heads of his two friends, and you're like, oh my god, and, and of course he goes nuts, and he starts kung fu in the place to pieces, and then yeah, and all the henchmen are come running out, and then and they're they're. He's not like he's beating him, but it's not like he's going through him like uh, Bruce Lee would. Like he, no, he's you know no. he's getting kicked kicked around pretty good too. No, he takes a good hit. Yeah. yeah. 
But then he then the, then the bad guy comes to help him, and that's when he realizes that the bad guy's the cause of it. I forget how that works, but and so then but then he goes and he gets yeah yeah no he when he goes back to the the building the his the sensei. Like tells him, hey, listen, you know, I, I, you know, these guys are there's some some bad stuff going around here. Let's go out to the beach again or whatever. And he takes him out, I think, again. And he yeah. calms him down. He says, just, just let it go. Don't worry about it anymore. And then there's like some Buddha on the beach that talks oh, to that's him right. or whatever. He's like, oh yeah, yeah. Like there's this Buddha. It's a statue, and it's by this waterfall. And you're like, okay, what's this about? And it whispers things to him. And then he's like, and then all of a sudden the Buddha produces two sighs. And he's like, use these. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah and you're like, yeah, yeah. okay. The so Buddha kind of sounds a little bit like Steven Seagal. <laughs> yeah, and then he jumps down with these sides, and then all these bad henchmen jump out of nowhere and fight him. And he he does this fight, run, fight, run thing where they're running, and that's where the black guy, that really good black guy, is like chasing him down, kind of. Black guy's got like he's like the pimp with the limp, you know? He's yeah, got he is. Walk. It's straight yeah. up, and you, and and these other guys aren't chumps. They're they're beating him pretty good too. But he gets him, and then he actually um, he knocks down the black guy, but he doesn't kill him because the black guy's still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then they go to then he goes to the back to the or- evil organization, which is just some building. They they don't even show whatever. So so like he he scales the walls and fights his way, and then he hides, and that's where the bad guy is talking to his magic man about uh, you know the, his all evil plan. Like he, you know, so okay. Uh, what, what, are we taking a trailer break? Yeah, let's take a trailer break. Okay, we'll be right back. Ghetto Freaks explodes on the screen with excitement never before shown in a motion picture. Ghetto Freaks exposes the sensuous facts of taking over a white commune and turning the white chicks into soul sisters. Help me! I said no. She's my lady. Nobody touches her. What's the matter, man? You knew the rules when you joined this family. And the rules were real fine when you didn't have a chick of your own. But you took your share real good. 
Now your little pink lady is going to obey the rules. And you're going to watch. Ghetto Freaks is a motion picture that will make every part of you react with a new feeling. Groupies, long hairs, freaks, all living in one sole family and doing the bidding of a black leader. Nothing could stop these freaks from performing their weird initiation rituals night after night. Every new white convert wore an afro and obeyed the rules of the leader. And he showed them how to get their kicks where their cracker lovers left off. Ghetto Freaks is a film you can't afford to miss. Ghetto Freaks. She's looking for the inexperienced and she's ready to teach him, to show him the many ways to truly appreciate a woman. The Lonely Woman. Don't miss Gina Lola Brigida, one of the movie's great and sensual superstars, as she returns to the screen to tease you, please you, and shock you as The Lonely Woman, in color rated R for adults from Independent International. Cold-blooded murder. A five-year-old witness. Simple. Sad. A killer's loose. Somebody. If the cops can't find him, it's gonna open man. The brothers must. <laughs> Everybody. From 20th Century Fox. A motion picture murder mystery. I just don't understand. So unusual. So bizarre. In the name of justice. Together, brothers. In the name of peace. But will this killing and fighting ever cease? Music and lyrics People by Barry White. Vocals by Lower Limited. On 20th Century Records and Tapes. Everything they can. Together, brothers. Rated PG. All ages admitted. Parental guidance suggested. Together, brothers. Right on. So, Austin, what do you think of the opening credits? Well, I can't believe Sir Steven Spielberg, the grooviest filmmaker in the history of cinema, is making a movie about my life. Very shagadelic, baby, yeah! <laughs> Having said that, I do have some thoughts. Really? Uh, my friend here thinks it's fine the way it is. Okay, we, we, we need a trailer break to kind of get our brains trying to get our brains together because uh we're we're jumping all over the place it, we are not telling this story in in no. order because it's i can't i can't even remember the order of this stuff it's so it, i mean basically the story consists of like fighting going back to the building leaving fighting going back to the building leaving yeah, fighting going back like, to the building that's the whole plot of the movie it's so weird yeah you know it's one of those things where you're like okay well hmm so uh, he fight. What happens is he get he uses the size that the Buddha gave him. He climbs into the building, finds out the bad guy's plot. That's when he sets off the alarm, um, and the alarm the, the 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 video surveillance team is is operating out of basically a a, a public access control room because <laughs> yeah, right. that's what we had at our public access. Oh, okay. Straight up, exactly the same with the monitors and all that stuff. I was like, oh my god, here we go. So that's when he first fights the black guy. Right. The black, good, the, the the really good martial artist, and they kind of are tied. Um, he's not better or worse than him. They're they're both really doing good. Yeah, yeah. But then he runs away. He gets away and he runs back to his hut, and that's when the kids come out. So then he takes the kids with him again, right? <laughs> yeah. Or does no? I'm mixing one thing. I'm mixing up. When does he go back to the evil organization with the kids, and when does he do that long thing where he's fighting those th- four guys running down that like that that creek? 
Like they're in the water and then they're fighting and they're in the wood like brush and oh, they're fighting. God. I just remember him towards the end of the movie. He got, he brought all his pack of kids <laughs> and then they walked in and they like started goofing on the two security guards. Right. And security guards aren't paying attention to them and they're goofing on them. They're like pretending they're like, you know, it almost seems like they're pretending they're like guards in front of the London Bridge or whatever in Britain or whatever, you know. Weird. And then they, and then they start, the, the, the kids start messing them or whatever and he comes in. And he starts fighting, and then he gets in, you know, the main protagonist. Yeah. And then he then he meets up with Magic Man. I right. Think. Okay. So that's what it is then. Because then, and that's the end of the movie, right? No, but, that's not the end of the movie. Oh, wait. Oh, so, oh, he fights the Magic Man in those weird, they even do that, like, kind of like the mirror hall thing. Yeah. Because they got to do that. Well, they only have one mirror, you know. Yeah. But, <laughs> that's the, ba- that's so, the bad guy. So he's, 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 he's fighting the Magic Man. The Magic Man's, like, throwing roosters at him. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, because if, if he hits him with the, if he hits him with his magic powers, then he, the, then the our hero would turn into a rooster. Yeah, that's it. And that's then, it exactly. So yeah. so yeah, so he's really cautious around this guy, but he beats him, and he he, he, he turns him into a when he, when he beats him, he kicks him, he knocks him down, and the guy turns into a pig. Yeah, he's and he's like laying down like a pig with a pig head, and the pig's like talking like Arnold from Green Acres. Oh and you're my like, god! What? It what, at was... this point, you're like. What kind of drugs was the director taking? At yeah, because the pig's telling him he's like, "Oh, you have to stop him! Oh, you have to stop him!" Like he's saying the same things, kind of looped yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like him oh. being sensei. Yeah, and you're like, what? 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 So then he he gets the sensei, and they have <laughs> they duke it out. Oh yeah, and they, he so he and at this point does it, it, it like they run and they're running and running and running and they smash that bridge down. And all the henchmen are there, and they're like he keeps beating them, and then doesn't the sensei get him on the same hilltop? Yeah, because the because now all of a the sudden the sensei flies out of there. Yeah, they're fighting, and, and the sensei like runs out, and he starts flying, and dude goes after him, and sensei is looking for the magic box so he could open it up and put the magic CD in it and get whatever. Yeah, powers it was he was looking for. So he was tricking the guy to get him all those those medallions. Yeah, yeah, that's and then when it, you yeah. put them together with this box. That the bone shows you where it is, then something happens. Like you, you, you rule the universe. Yeah, something like that. From you rule the, the universe, or you get like a prize something. or something. You get like a teddy so, bear. Or so yeah, so he's know. like they're fighting and they're running and then they get to this spot, and then all of a sudden the guy has the bone. Like the our hero has the bone, and then you're like, what? When did he get that? But whatever. Okay, just whatever. And then the the evil guy has all the medallions and he's putting them together, and then he. Then they do the epic fight on top of the mountaintop. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and when and when the bad guy opens up the box, it's like I don't know if it's his sister laughing or whatever. Like her yeah. spirit is laughing. So I don't know if she was some kind of mystical, you know, being or I don't know. You know, we know this this whole movie is like very much like you just gotta like you know f- you know you gotta like you figure don't know. it out for yourself. You just yeah. don't know. You're just yeah. like all right. I guess that's what's happening. There's now. definitely elements of Greek tragedy in this movie, but. <laughs> There's not. That's, 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 a, that's a wink, wink, nudge, nudge to my old buddy. There's elements of nothing in this movie. This yeah. movie is just like a. It literally is a train wreck that you can't look away from. You know. Yeah, it's a train wreck. Um, yeah. They have a duel to the end, and then you know, good wins. Good and, wins, and then the because he saw the sister, and she was there. Then, then, then he knows everything's okay or something. Yeah, he's he's fine. He's at peace, and you know, yeah. Then and they have like six minutes of credits. 
with the yeah. guy with the guy's Devo band playing their stupid spaz song. And- yeah, there's like the, for some reason in the evil organization, there's this room where there's three kung fu guys that they're planning pretending to be Devo with the jumpsuits. Yeah, and the glasses and sunglasses, and but they're but their music's like punk or yeah something? some new wave punk it's stuff. it's weak punk it's not like hardcore punk it's just like weirdness yeah, kitty punk and and you're you and and then they come running out i guess or something like they tried to do that yeah. thing they tried to do that thing where everyone runs to fight that was before yeah. but it didn't work it like didn't there, work, there was like no. eight people there you know what i mean like there, no uh this was made in for six days it, it was shot on 35 millimeter i don't know how they were able to do that it's made over six days, and it looks it. And is it's that a, true? Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it was made over That's six awesome. Days. I like. I didn't know any of that. So I didn't do any of the background research yeah, for this I did one. A little for bit, some yeah. reason, I was just like, "There's like, actually a review of it on Kung Fu Cinema website." You know? You're kidding? No, I'm not kidding. Did they like it? The guy said it was interesting. He said it was. It was. He said it was. He said it was like a, a experimental, like you said, weird movie. It's like pretty bad, but it's that what makes it. In, it makes it interesting, and there's good. The the guys are good uh, martial artists. Oh, the two yeah. main guys. So that was their big. But it's just kung fu cinema. They like it because yeah. it's got you know. Some but good it's sad because it was so bad everywhere else. There was one called what was that one called like um something city um I don't know. city heat. Yeah, sounds familiar. Where there were like they was trying to do kung fu, but that nobody could do kung fu, and like you could see the tops of the walls because they were. The set design was literally just like five pieces of plywood. Like <laughs> it was the wor- it was one of the worst things you've ever seen in your life, and that was kung fu. But you're like, oh my god! Just well, Al Adamson, the director of the great B movie director, did a few. Uh, he did a few kung fu movies, American ones with Jim Kelly, which are like kind of not. He's good. Jim Kelly's a good artist, or whatever. They're kind of like they're fun. Let's put it that way. They're yeah, not I, like, I don't mind those. Like like Samurai Dragon, I think. Was American one of them. Ninja, Black American Dragon Ninja, six through nine. Yeah, you know? well, these are before that. These are seventies ones, but yeah, these are before that. But yeah, there's a lot of that going on, and and this was from the eighty from eighty four, I think. So yeah. you know, it does have this feel of like cheap seventies to it. It's so weird. Except for the hair. Well, no, the hair was kind of seventies looking. Yeah, it was, it was just, so like the whole thing from start to finish was just like, huh? You yeah, know what I mean, like it just just weirdness. Like you know, I I didn't hate it like you did. I didn't hate it. Oh, okay. I, I just th- thought it was a WTF. I movie. thought you were going to be rigging this up for like a one or a zero no, or no, something. No, I didn't like. hate it, but it's it's it reminds me of Operation Las Vegas that yeah, uh, that winner. Except better martial arts in it by at least two people. <laughs> oh, God, anyway. Operation La- Operation yeah. Las Vegas hurts to this was, day. Yeah, it was it so bad, hurt. you know. This this hurt a little bit, but it wasn't like total pain. But it was just kind of like that. The guy, I don't know if the guy who made it was either trying to say something or was just like decided to be a total goof about it. Because when he, he's in that band and like they're just totally goofing around, I think I think he was just trying to have a good time with making yeah. this goof on movie. This was actually released on video, so this was actually in the eighties, early nineties. There is a video, a this VHS of video? it. Yeah, there is a VHS of it. My friend has it. You're kidding. I wrote him and he goes, "Yeah, I think I bought that." And he even remembered the story. Bought it back in Miami, like in the. In the nineties or the early two thousands, someone bought this movie. Oh yes, my, God. my friend in Miami bought this movie. He has, I sent him the link because he's a big kung fu guy, and he goes, "Oh yeah, does anyone remember buying this movie? Yeah, you remember the store called Video Parati or some store in Miami?" And he goes, "Yeah." And I go, "Well, you need to watch it because this thing is like the worst <laughs> kung fu you might you might ever see. I'm uh, sure there's got to be something worse, but oh this no, is there's way worse. This is a monk. Now let me ask you this because I I can't recall does 
Oh yes, he does talk. I was gonna say Yeah, he talks because it would have been talks, it would have yeah. been interesting if he wouldn't have said a word the entire time. He doesn't talk much, but he has a few lines here. Not much. Like, yeah, I was gonna say like that. that's when it happens when he he t- he tells the story of the of the sister and and the a, evil a ma- and the and the master the sensei was his brother, yeah. and he was younger, made up to look older. That was crazy. I thought that worked though. To be honest with you, them not saying a word and and presenting the. The first twelve to fifteen minutes of this movie without a single commentary, it worked. I couldn't stop watching. I'm like, <laughs> what's going to happen here? What's happening here? Like, you just don't know. And it's you're actually we're so used to being told everything in a movie. Yeah. Before it even starts, half the time they're telling you what you should be feeling. Where this one just kind of unfolded. I did admire some of that stuff. Mm. Now. Don't get me wrong. This isn't getting a good score, but it was one of those things where I was like, some parts of it and some elements of it were like, that's interesting that that well, choice, them doing it that way. Well, you, know? you, you you said something that I found kind of interesting. You said, no, this isn't the worst kung fu movie. No, how, how could this not be the worst kung fu movie? What's worse than this? Give, give me an example. Oh, I can't think of their names, but I have them all out there. Chi- a Chinese movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chinese. There's a couple. Really? Oh yeah, my that god. Are, like jumbled plot and make no sense. There's and- some that were made like. There's some movies that they released from China, that were made the same way as porns are made, where they used pieces of other. Oh, and that just kind piece of them stuff. together, yeah, and it's oh, not yeah. even a movie. They just yeah, they Frankenstein them. Yeah, oh, okay, all right. And they're okay. such a hot mess, you know that that they this, at least, at least they had story. better martial arts in them. Not not necessarily, really, because okay. there was a while there where they were producing those kung fu movies, and like like the gimmick kung fu, they they, they each had to have their own gimmick, and some of it was so nonsensical that you were like. All right, what zombie kung fu and well, yeah, kung fu zombie, kung fu zombie, like Bruce Lee fights back from the grave and the hopping vampire, the hopping you know. vampires ones, like those, they're hard to, they're not, you don't even think that the people know karate, yeah, I know they, they just start, they're just kind of like making things because they can, you know, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I don't know. This had to be an independent movie. This couldn't yeah, have been. Oh, yeah, it was an independent. This couldn't movie. have been any like. No, no, no. This was during a time when if you made, made a movie, you could probably get it on VHS because they needed stock to made they, it they for put a nickel it, put, and a wish. You know, they put anything out. out to fill a store up. That's why we're back in the nineties. I miss those days in the early two thousands. You can go to all these mom and pop stores oh, and yeah. find all this unbelievable stuff. Now you can find it on YouTube. Obviously. Weird stuff. Like this movie was on YouTube, but back then you would go to a store and see the weirdest stuff, especially oh, yeah. if you dug into like the little urban mom and pop stores. Yeah, Flor- Flory's Flicks was the one in my little town. Yeah, half that stuff you rented it because you just it was Friday. You needed to rent something. You needed to rent a movie to have some beers and watch. And movies that's what it was. And, and you watch, yeah. yeah. And that's when you watch. You rented Crazy Fat Ethel for some reason, and you're like, well, yeah. I popped <laughs> down my six bucks. I guess I'm watching this. You know. Yeah, well, no, I mean, the, the other thing, too, is that, like, well, we used to go to, like, Hi, Ali, and my buddy, the guy who actually owns this movie, every Saturday, like, in the in the late 80s, early 90s, up until, like, the early 2000s, and we used to go to Hi, Ali, which is where I lived, which is, like, a little Spanish, kind of yeah. borderline, it was nice at the beginning, it was getting rough towards the end of the time that I was there, but at <laughs> any rate, yeah. they had a lot of video stores at one point, and they were, like, a little hole in the walls, and it was some guy, local guy, God knows what they were doing, laundering money or just like trying to make a buck. And, you know, half of it was taped. Yeah. Like they stole yeah, it. Bootleg. You know, bootleg. Most of it was bootleg. You know, you could tell the covers 
were like Xerox or photocopied and stuff like yep, that. Yep. And they, when they bring you back the tape, it was on a Memorex, but you didn't care because it was something that you'd wanted to see that you'd never seen before. You know, and a lot of times they wouldn't rent to you if you didn't live in the area. And most of the times, unless I was around to speak Spanish, my buddy couldn't get the movie because they were like, no, no you don't speak Spanish. You know, what do you want this movie for? They're thinking you're going to wow. steal it or something like that. So they don't, <laughs> so they wouldn't sell it to you. They wouldn't let, back then you had to join, remember you had to join the club to yeah, get in and yeah, they would take yeah, your yeah. picture sometimes and all that. Yeah, those were, those were good times. Those, those were good fun. Saturdays. I remember him coming down like around 10 or 11 and looking till like four. For movies, and then going back to my house, and then like we'd burn a couple of them, and then he'd go back, and I'd return them like on Monday or Sunday if the store nice. was open or whatever. And we would just have like not burning, but copying sessions. He'd bring his VHS, I had my VHS. He'd link them together. Yeah, link them together. Yeah, he actually had a beta, and I had a VHS, and we'd link them together and make making copies, as they say. I would. Yeah. I'd love to hear. I. I, I want to hear his take on this movie. Like, if you talk to him, I don't know I if you ask talk, him to watch it. Ask, say, hey. What what do you think about this movie? Like, because uh, you know, I I used to think I was a, a, like I knew a lot of kung fu movies and I was a kung fu aficionado, but yeah. I don't really think I am. I own a lot. I've watched a hundred million movies, but I can't really say that I'm like I don't sit and dissect them and stuff like that. Like you know, some of these places you're talking about. So I think maybe I'm just a fan of it. Yeah. Or and I go a little bit further than most, like where I watch a lot of them and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. There yeah. was a period for about 5 years where all I did was watch kung fu movies. Wow. Like non-stop. <laughs> like it was it was all kung fu all the time, you know. And I liked that. I missed that time, you know. <laughs> there was one movie. I wish I knew the name of it where they strapped dynamite on this dog. Oh, and this dog runs into a runs into a barn and blows it up. The look on this dog's face. There's like a frame on this movie. I paused it, and it was one of the, I'm laughing now. I can hardly contain myself. This dog like looks back, and he sees this lit thing on its back, and you can see the dog's like he does like a second take, like where he goes, oh, like and his <laughs> eyes are like, what the hell? This dog is seriously like, what in the hell? And he just takes me? off running, you know, because you know it's not dynamite, but this dog's face. I think I literally spit coffee all over my desk at work because I was watching at work. And I just is this on YouTube? No, no, no. This is what I bought. I have it. I I don't uh, remember the name of it though. That's the problem. They're all the same. In my collection, when you get to ends, there's like seventy movies with Ninja versus Ninja versus this. Yeah, ninja. yeah. the Ninja movies of the and, 80s. and yeah. they're just like there's nothing to differentiate them from the other ones, you know. Well, when you went to these places, there was one specific place I remember near my house. I would go to it, and they must have had like. Hundreds of kung fu movies. Ocean yeah. Shores was one company. I forgot what the other one. One of the companies, I forgot what they were called. Their, their slogan was in, in parentheses, a tribute to the master. You know, what it might have been called Master Video, but I think the, the store's name was Master Video. But they would give my buddy a hard time renting these movies. Eventually they would give in and rent it to him. So like one day in 1998 or 2000 or whatever, the store went out of business. So my friend went in there and bought them all up for five bucks a piece, and now he's got wow. them on his. Now he's on got VHS them on, his or on, on DVD? VHS, yeah, but I mean hundreds of them. Oh my god! At least a couple, at least you know over a hundred and fifty of them. You know, all almost all their kung fu. Wow! Yeah. So he's like serious, huh? He's serious, yeah. And and there's still there's still ones that are out there that you can get on on eBay, but they're not cheap. You know, yeah. Ocean Shores, I think, is the label. One of the he'd love labels. my. Uh, I have the the the. I have a couple. I have a couple of kung fu soundtracks on on vinyl, and I have a couple of original posters like 
Golden Swallow, yeah, which was yeah, of yeah. Ching Pei Pei, which of course is my one of my top female uh, kung fu gals ever. You know, yeah, he he got real big into kung fu. I'm I'm like on the on the outside looking in. You know, yeah, I can watch okay it too. for fun, but it's not my genre. Yeah. All right, that's it for this week. Well, what do we give? This yeah, movie? what are you gonna give this one? I'll give this movie a five. If you want, if you like goofy kung fu, go yeah. go for it. Watch it. If you don't, you might want to stay away from it. Yeah, you know, it's not really a good. I movie. was gonna run. A, I'm running a four on it. Like I, I, I almost thought about a three, but there's too I'm much. A five because actually, there's laughed. too much enjoyment to there. Yeah, that's. I laughed a lot. I was just like, and just the weirdness of what in the hell am I watching kind of keeps you riveted. Yeah, you know, that's basically it. All right, well, there you have it. If you are a serious kung fu fan, I would check out Furious for what it is. A very experimental and if there's any goofball, right? And if there's any goofball movies out there that you know about, let yep. us know because we'll watch them. We'll in. watch them in your honor, and then we'll make fun of you for telling us about them. Yeah. All right. I'm Mal with me as always, Doctor Morbius. We'll see you all next week. <laughs>